With Drizzly, you can shop a huge selection of beer, wine, and liquor. Just open the app, find what you want, and it's at your door in under 60 minutes. Drizzly also lets you shop from multiple stores in your area and compare prices on thousands of products. Right now, Drizzly is giving new customers $5 off their first order with code FAST5. Download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And use code FAST5 for $5 off your first order. Oh, you know why I'm scatting, right? Because uh, you got it in your soul? It's in my soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number one. Mm-hmm. It's in my heart. Yep. It's in my soul. Yeah. It's in my genetic makeup. Yep. But more than that, this guest that we have today <laughs> for five years straight has won the national scatting competition. That, that's scat gold is what that is. And the thing is, he's won it every year with that exact same scat. I just have the one. I just have the one. All you need is one. All you need is one. All you need is one. We learned that with what? Nuclear bombs? Sure. But yeah. they use yeah. two. They use, yeah. well, you want but to make all sure. they need it you was need is one. one. That's right. Right. Elliot? Yep. I, you know I love to play grab ass. I do. Yep, I know. I'm known for my grab ass. Yep, he's very good at it. But with this guy here today, yeah, he sent what I call an LOD, a list of demands. Okay. <laughs> well... One of them was, I will have, he didn't say no grab ass. Uh-huh. He said, I will have very little grab assery okay. on I, my set. I do like to leave it a little open. Just sure. Because, okay. you know, I don't like to, you know, I, I'm, if I'm not in favor of it, yep. but you know what? You never know. You, you never know. You don't want to close it off. I, just in case. Just crack the window a little yep. bit. Yep. Consensual grab ass. Consensual uh, grab yes, ass. Yes, yes. Elliot. Mm-hmm. Introduce this show so we can get to some very light, consensual grabassery. Okay. All right. And then we are going to get in there with that guest. Okay. We're going to chit. Yeah. We're going to chat. Yeah. You're going to make him a drink that changes the way he thinks about everything. Yes. He won't have the same thoughts he had when he not drove over here after in, this his, one. in his, uh, I assume he drives an electronic uh, motor vehicle. Sure. Yeah. Elliot, yeah. If you can't do me a favor, I, I don't do know one I for can. the world. All right, I will. You can't for me. <laughs> I will. And by this favor, you mean introduce the show. And three, mm-hmm. go ahead. You throw me <laughs> off. You do that. You what do three I do? Three and then go ahead. You got to count down. Three, you know why two. I go three? Yeah. And then you do the rest. You do the rest. Oh, uh-huh. I get okay. it. Okay. I'm. The, it's my first time here, and I get it. He gets it. Already. I mean, come on, man. All right. Well, you just wait a second. We haven't even introduced <laughs> we you yet. Know who, we don't even all know right. who that is. All right. All that right. That could be a disembodied voice it for could, all we know. It could be. Well, yep. we're gonna embody him a in Poulton just a minute. Guys, they call yeah. him. <laughs> oh, very it nice. Could be. Very nice. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars fans and Star Trek fans. Oh, both. Mm-hmm, both. Both. Welcome to another episode of Day Drinking with Gary and Elliot. I am your host, Elliot Blake. Sitting across from me is my equo host, Gary Anthony Williams. Normally, I like to say I'm your equo host, but I did some research. Yeah? You're better than me. What? No. You're better than Certainly me not. in every way. No, no, You've no, got no. the height. Well, that's true. Right? Yeah. Your beard is filled in. That's also it true. It probably doesn't even itch you. Nope. Yep. I have allergies. My left eye, I can't even see correctly out of it. Oh, I can see out of both. See, that's the thing. Wow. In every way. And those are the only two, three ways to be better than someone. The height. Yep. Beard growth. Yep. And your left eye vision. 
Wow. You got all three of them. Hey, you want to know something? No. This is a true story. I took yeah. my daughter to the doctor uh, the other day. She just, you know, for regular checkup. And Another they, way you're better than me. And I've never <laughs> taken your daughter to the doctor. Well, that's true. But, well, it would be weird for you to take my daughter <laughs> to the doctor. Not for me doctor. or your daughter. Okay. Give us a chance. Well, actually, you guys would probably have a good time. Yeah, we have yeah. a great time I mean, because you guys know office. each other very well. You're yeah. very, very, very good friends. Um, they take a measurement of your eyes, and my daughter's left eye was is like a perfect shape. Oh, perfect sphere. Perfectly round. Perfectly round. Her right eye is slightly less perfect. Like, what, footballish perfect. in the right eye? Yeah, apparently. So I thought that was, and she was very, she was like, she walked out of there. Or she's like, uh, uh, hands on her hip, hands no, akimbo? Just, just call me, just call me left eye. Le, so yeah. but the left eye is the round one? Like Lisa left eye Lopez. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Lisa left eye Lopez had a patch over her right eye, I think. I think I it think, was just a condom that she put over her glasses occasionally. Oh, she, so she, she didn't, didn't get she her eye always, pregnant. She just had like a little eye black under her left eye. And oh, okay. I think that was, I'm not so, sure why they called her left eye, but that was... Okay. That was, I'm going to hit the mic. No, nobody can hear that. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Let's, yeah. we have done a lot of chit-chatting about left eyes. Yep. But now let's, let's move to the right eye. Okay. More importantly, let's move to the, the right guy. Okay. The right guy who's sitting. What a pro. Yeah. 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 Oh, you. Just you He's wait. sitting to my left. But if we went around the world, he would be sitting to my right. But he's, to make he him is the sitting right to guy. my right. He's sitting to your right. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the guy on the right of Elliot Blake. And the guy on the right side of everything. And I got to ask him about this name because it's crazy. You may know him as a producer. You might. You might. Mm-hmm. He's done some light acting. Sure. He's done some heavy stand-up. Yeah. And he's he's served our country. Indeed, he has. Not just with in in a restaurant way. <laughs> he was out there on. I don't know if there's a third line. There's a front line and a back line. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll find out we'll, everything military yep. about this young man. Yep. You called him. You I called him GI Jew. The GI Jew. I don't. Okay. I'm more respectful. Okay. We'll get into that as well. <laughs> Mr. Benari Poulter. Thank you so much for, for having me and my, oh. and my two left eyes. Oh, uh, I, I'm assuming they're both perfect. <laughs> both perfect. That's the thing. That's amazing. So my left eye can is fine as a right eye wow. because it's perfect. Interchangeable. Perfectly round eyeballs. <laughs> perfect. Now, uh, we're going to get into all these things that you do in a moment. And Elliot, you have because we're going to chit immediately followed by a chat. Yep. You're going to make him a beautiful drink. Yep. But I do have to know this before we get into it. Go. When you joined the military, the Army, I think you were in that branch, right? right? Yep. Uh, because I went through all your files. I have all a guy. He goes yep. through all the, the military Pentagon. files yeah. at yeah. the Pentagon. Yeah. yeah. And not the same Pentagon you guys are thinking right. about. Oh, okay. okay. This is you, a six-sided Pentagon. Oh. Gotcha. So you went through the guys that give me my security The guys clearance. that give you the security. Yep. Right. Gotcha. Uh, I know that guy. He didn't. He he, did, he told me to ask you this because he couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. He said, Gary, I'm good at a few things. One is not remembering things. Right. Did they measure the roundness of your eyeball mm-hmm. when you got into the military service? Uh, they measure a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, eyeball width and circumference yeah. uh, is only at the highest echelons okay. uh, for national security. So but for a guy doing what you were doing, which I assume is uh, creating new aircraft for the military. Absolutely. I assume that's and, and, and some... Uh, Public affairs. In public affairs. In Having addition, affairs in public. In, in public. Public displays. Uh, you know, as public much, you know, right, of. exactly. Release as much as possible, as quickly as possible. You know, that's that's exactly right. Is there a branch of the military that allows you to get, to, to do your service by having an affair in public? Like, is there, 
Is there a branch of the military where you have to go over and make love to uh, Kasha Stenson mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. public I for think, your country? I, I think that most of the uh, those are covert. Okay, and that's more more in the James Bond so it's territory. Not, it's not a public. The, yeah, the, it's okay. not a public. That would be like the the, the private affairs. Speaking you know, of like, private <laughs> affairs, a lot of people call their nether regions. Mm-hmm. Private. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, the Netherlands are the lands down under, but they are also a very icy land. Elliot, I see you have ice here with you today. Yeah. Where will this ice land in the world uh-huh. of making drinks? Ah, uh-huh. very nice. In what drink will this ice All right. land? I, I just did something that they call... In my family, a Segway. Mm-hmm. You are the you. Yeah. You are a Segway king. I'm the. I'm you a, are the Segway king. Uh, the you Segway the, city comfort. In, yeah. in if you were in another, you know, city mm-hmm. or town mm-hmm. or province, mm-hmm. you know, they might call it like a scooter mm-hmm. or uh, you know might call it like a spaceboard. But you mean, here, I, but oh, here they call oh, it a Segway. The Segway. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, he is king of that also. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Yes. So the way that this thing works, the yep. way that this this cookie show works. Is that uh, you tell me what it is that you like to drink, what your go-to drink is. And then I look through my book, Create 100 Cocktails, Home Bar Guys, Deep Dive into the Art of Cocktail Creation, available now on Amazon.com. Or uh, Gumroad Gum if you Road. prefer yeah. the digital version. If you like a PDF, Gumroad is a great mm-hmm. place to get it. Uh, and uh, I look and I see, okay, well, what, what can I make that is along those lines, but that's new and different? And uh, you said, uh, you told me that you like uh, an old-fashioned mm-hmm. uh, or a dirty martini. Yeah, and I said, "What I said." Was, what did you? It, what, what did you say? What, what did I you said, say? What was your response? And I said, "And I said, fuck off." Yeah, yeah. no, no, and, no, and, no, and no, I, I didn't say. I didn't oh, say that. Old no, I didn't fashioned. Say that. It's 2019. Yeah. Man. Get new. Yeah, get no, your shit together. And I said, you know, it was funny because when I asked you that, I said we had just done two shows where I did both of those, both you know, both those drinks. However, uh, that does not stop me. No. I didn't give up. No, no. you know. Some no. people might just throw down their Everyone. shirt That's it. Everyone and say, forget would. it. Forget it. Every other person would give up. Everybody else who wrote their own cocktail book yep. would just say, well, I can't do I anything can't. with yep. this. Not me. No. So I went to the drawing board and I said, I wonder what I could do. And then I was out with my, uh, out with my wife and mm-hmm. uh, we were in this store. Uh, that had all sorts of interesting, uh, you know, uh, dry goods and wet goods. Mm. Um, it's the best kind of store. Exactly. You can get both. You can get goods. Both. They, They're both good. They, yeah, they probably had damp goods also. Oh. But, at, but at any rate, uh, I found a bottle of, uh, of, of uh, Brooklyn Brine Company whiskey pickles. Interesting. Yeah, and I thought this is really interesting. And they are they are they have they are of uh, rye whiskey infused in the, the brine. Now it it cooks off the, the alcohol part cooks off, but they got a, but there's it's a little bit of a, there's flavor. a little bit of a whiskey mm-hmm. there's a little bit of a whiskey kick there. Okay. Now there is a there is a thing uh, called a pickleback. Right. You familiar with the pickleback? I'm familiar with the pickleback. Right. Gary, familiar with the pickleback? I am not. All right. So uh, it is not uncommon in some bars. This is actually a, a bigger a big thing in New York, where uh, you have a shot of uh, of whiskey. And you follow that with a shot of, of pickle brine. I wouldn't do that. Well, some people would. You just changed my mind. I would do it. Okay. <laughs> You're very good. Sold. He's very, very persuasive. I'm very, very persuasive. So, uh, so uh, and I thought, well, this is interesting. And I've been into savory mm-hmm. drinks lately and uh, have made some recently. And I thought, I wonder if I could do something that new, 
not in my book, mm-hmm. that marries kind of the idea of a, of a, of a, a dirty martini oh. and an old-fashioned. And I came up with a new thing that I'm calling the o- ODB. Ooh. Old? O- ODB. Old stands for old, old dirty, dirty, dirty bastard. Oh, and oh so it's just something else. Yeah, no, no. I'm calling yeah. it. I'm calling it an old dirty bastard yeah. because okay. or it, an old dirty binari. I, I mean, could. Well, yeah. you know what? Old it's dirty binari. Call it an old dirty binari. I'm calling I it like this it. because it is a bastardized version of an oh, old fashioned and a dirty martini. And so, okay. so works. I mean, the ODB works thematically. So, so thematically it and works. philosophically. And yes, exactly. I think you, I think you do need to call it something like an old dirty because you, you want it to be your own. Old dirty yeah. bastard. Well, but nobody's called. No, I don't. I haven't seen any drinks that are called. Old I think there's a beer called Old Dirty Bastard. Is there? Yeah. I'm not after I'm done. No, it, not this after is, I'm done. This is the new ODB. This is the new okay. ODB. This is the one that's going to stick. The new Old Dirty those Bastard. Those people don't have their own very popular podcast. No, they don't. Um, here's what's in this thing. Uh, there's bourbon. Oh, love it. Now, an old fashioned could be bourbon or, or rye, and I generally make mine with rye, but okay. this one seemed like bur- uh, bourbon. I, right. I like the bourbon. Okay. So, so this is uh, two so ounces far, of bourbon. So far, so good. Okay. So far, so good. Two ounces yep. of bourbon. You haven't let him down yet. Half ounce of the Brooklyn Brine Company whiskey pickled brine. Uh oh. Interesting. A half ounce of maple syrup. Mm, for some huh? sweetness. Oh, no. A little bit of sweetness. Uh, some a dash of uh, a dash or two of Regan's orange bitters. Okay. And a dash of uh, Fee Brothers aromatic bitters, and uh, and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, start off. I'm going to put the uh, the bitters and the brine and the maple syrup in mm-hmm. the bottom of a mixing glass yep. uh, with a nice wide swath of oh. orange peel. Ooh. We're wow. going to express those oils oh. out of there. We're going to muddle it a little, little bit to get those nice orange oils out of there. And then I'm going to put it in the whiskey. I'm going to put it in some ice. We're going to stir that bastard up. And uh, then I'm going to pour it, put it into a uh, glass over some big rocks. And, oh, rock And then we're going to drink them. We're going to see whether this thing works. I made one last night. This is not – I did try it out last night. Uh, and I and thought, you're going through I, with and, this. And I'm going through with it. All right. So, so I did not think to myself, you're crazy if you do this. Did you bring the pickles, too, that came out of there? Or did you only bring some brine? Uh, I brought – some pickles because there is a garnish. Okay, because so I am interested in I, tasting those. Yeah, I, I've, I've, uh, yeah, I've already, I've pre, I've pre-made the garnish. So I didn't bring the whole jar of pickles because that's just too much to, yeah. to carry. I have too much stuff already to carry. Too much. People, when I come over here to do this show, it's, he, I'm yeah. like, Gary saw me today. He, yep. I, he said you were like a pack mule. I did. I had like 46 bottles, 300 glasses. 800 tons of ice. Yes. I mean, uh, there were a really, lot of guests podcasting a today. A lot yeah. of guests. A lot of guests. I get it. So I'm going to get to it. Good luck, friend. I'm going to make this drink while you guys uh, chit. Yep. Immediately, immediately. followed by chat. The chat. Yeah. So I got to say, and yeah. have, have, it's my favorite part about this, is that, is, you, is, that you, is that you give enough time for the chit. Most, most people, when they chit and they chat. Mm-hmm. They'll shorten the, the chit. They shorten the chit. It's the more, chit way more gets chat. short shrift. Yeah. Yeah. It's, more, it's way more chat yeah. than a chit. Why yep. and you can't should, short shrift the chit? No, no. They may as well call it a chat chit if you're going to go that way. Or, or just a chat. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Most of the time, not us. Gary just and I don't go that no. way. Not us. Yep. No. But the chit. Yeah. Mm, you give ample time to the chit. Now speaking of chit, chit is short for chitterlings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a southern dish. Sure. sure. But you are not from the south. No, but I spent a lot of time there. Why? Because, Army. 
What, like Fort Benning or something like that? Uh, I've been down to Fort Benning. I've been down to Fort Bragg. I've yep. been down uh, Fort Jackson in South Carolina. Uh, Fort, uh, you got Hunter Liggett. You got uh, Fort Eustace, uh, Fort Lee. Uh, we got uh, Fort, you know, you have been, Fort Sam Houston. You have been got, out of the Fort. country doing other things instead of visiting all oh, our uh, fine southern well, ports. Well, before you train to go okay. outside of the See, country. now you're teaching me something. They send you down south. In this side. And the, and the worse the place you're going, the worse the southern base they send you. Wow. So before I went to Afghanistan, they sent me to Fort Hood in Texas. Wow. So that was to make you look forward to going to Afghanistan. Oh, my gosh. In my opinion. It made <laughs> Afghanistan a vacation. They were just like, well, I got to get out of this uh, show. Oh, <laughs> holy. Now, how long? First of all, when did you get in the Army? Sure. Uh, Why did you choose the Army? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when did you get out of that Army? Mm-hmm. So I'll work a little backwards. I'm still in the reserve. Okay. I'm coming up on 20 years in June. Wow. 20 years of all your service. Of all Not my service. Not just the reserve, but 20 yeah, years of all everything. All the service. Uh, I what joined. What you Oh, because of the service? Yeah. Months. I didn't know if there was something else happening yes. in the room, too. I just wanted to draw your attention okay. to, Th- to 20 years of service. Yeah. Thank you for your service to my service. Oh. oh. Thank you. Oh. I should have serviced him. I should have been servicing Again, him. Again, of... read my writer. <laughs> right. Only let me service you. very little, Please let very me little grab-ass. Okay. Very it's, little. It, it's, it was in my list of demands. Just a light. Very little. We're just yep. cracking that window. Yep. Just, yep. <laughs> so 20 years yeah. total. Uh, in June. Uh, wow. To go out of order, yep. uh, I joined in 99 when we were at peace. Um, I joined right out of college. And, and, and why did you decide out and of college? And I didn't go that? officer because um, my double major in uh, – I was an English and theater uh, major, which is a double major that in unemployment. Leads, that leads to uh, Army. <laughs> that leads to Army, though. So, uh, I, you know, there was a lot of uh, my upbringing, um, you know, nice Jewish liberal from the Northeast, of course, would end up in the, that's where you in go. the Army. That's where you go. Especially coming out of Brandeis yeah, uh, University. You go. You're like, oh, you go in. It's a and, theater uh, school. It, it totally you know, <laughs> uh, all that good stuff. Um, but I, there, for me, there was uh, a bit of public service aspect to it. Mm-hmm. There was a bit of uh, learning about things outside of my 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 bubble mm-hmm. um i grew up in theater and uh-huh. that's what i had known and i had a passion for it but yeah. i also had a passion for uh you know public service and for civics and for um and and the military seemed you know when i found out basically through good morning vietnam that you could do public affairs and be like oh i can do afn radio and i can well, learn i can make videos and yeah. i can do radio i'm, robin I'm williams. in robin like, williams good morning vietnam this is not a test this is rock and roll we're rocking it live from delta the dmz send me your song and always personally movie viva Danang, viva Danang. so that kind of fucks with your head a little bit too um so, yeah, so I think that that, uh, you know, Robin Williams a little bit yeah. <laughs> sold me on the idea yeah. of like, maybe I could do this and still keep my personality and not, wow. uh, you know, be a little bit of a, uh, be, go a little bit against the grain, be, be a, uh, you know, a rebel in uh, green. So change from within. When you got <laughs> in there. Mm-hmm. What field did you go so into? So I went into public affairs. That's why I went enlisted. Um, they don't have a, uh, uh, an officer branch. Mm-hmm. For public affairs, although you can become a public affairs officer. But I wanted to also, I had that sort of uh, working men's mentality uh-huh. of like, uh, yeah, I'm going to work for a living. You know, don't call me sir. I work for a living. And, uh-huh. and uh, you know, that kind of gruff idea of the the yeah. sergeant major walking around and being yeah. like, ah, rah, rah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, as a, as a little guy, I kind of wanted that 
you know, probably had a little bit of a chip on my shoulder and didn't yeah. want to be seen as like, yeah, that that college, oh, that college brat joining the army. I'm right like, no, on. no, I got my hands dirty. I, you know, yeah. I work. Yeah, and yeah. then 20 years later, I'm a master sergeant, but I'm like, I should have gone officer. Oh, wow. So much more money. <laughs> wow. Holy crap, dude. <laughs> but um, but it's it's great. And uh, there's, you know, it's such a, uh, it's such a limited um I don't want it, it. It's such a small community, but it's such a tight knit community. Yeah. Um, because it's less than one percent of the American population. Is yeah. Um, who who are you know? It's a volunteer army. Yeah. And my feeling too were, was that you know I think that in this country we have some thoughts about like what military service is, and it's like it's a last resort. You know, the choice was go to war, go to jail, or you know mm-hmm. these are for people who don't have any other opportunities, mm-hmm. and. You know, my feeling was like, ah, but if we want to keep this as a, uh, if we want to keep this all volunteer army as the best and the brightest and the most skilled and and doing the the hard work, especially on the international stage, mm-hmm. you know, because you know we go and we fight and win wars, but then what happens with the when people need to rebuild infrastructure yeah. and work in civil affairs and, and outreach mm-hmm. and we have doctors and we have lawyers mm-hmm. who craft uh you know all these uh you know all these laws to keep everything in place and to help set up other countries uh laws and to to train them up um if we want the best skilled you know people from my background should be joining and looking at it as a, as right. an as an opportunity as well right and, so. and and you're right in the general sense people don't usually see it as that like yeah. you get a lot of a lot of lower income people yeah, joining absolutely. the army, you know and that's you know I, and I know you're rich you grew up rich you're super rich you're thousand percent super rich you'll never be not rich uh super rich today richer yeah. today rich, than i was than the, the day before every second less richer rich than, yeah yeah <laughs> um but you know that's why I like to give back with the army. You really have. It's all about giving back for you with that. Um, it, but no, were, it's, were, it, yeah. Any family members in the my, service? Team? My, uh, interestingly, I actually come from a long line of military service. My father was in the reserves, um, in the medical corps. Um, not a, not as a doctor. He just, but he, um, he was in the medical corps. Um, and uh, at one point, we were deployed. When I was in Guantanamo, he was in Kuwait. Um, in 2003, uh, so we were deployed at the same time and we had a little bit of overlap. Um, but he was like, you know, I was like 25 and he's 55 (laughs) at that time. Um, so yeah. And you know, what's, uh, but both my grandfathers were, uh, in world war two. My and, dad uh, was in World War II. You know, my Zadie, my, my father's father was in the Navy, um, was in one of the ships that um, escorted the uh, Indianapolis, which brought the, the, the bombs. Um, wow. Uh, you know, for Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah. And once so again, we only needed one. We only we needed one, but we used to. We used to. We used to. Okay. Just, you know, just to make, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's put an exclamation point yeah, yeah. on that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, what was the other one doing? Uh, that, and that then, and then, my mother's father uh, was—he um, did training and physical education, and did uh, ended up doing a lot of training, um, sending uh, uh, troops over. Um, so he ended up being stationed in—I think he got an injury and ended up being stationed in California. Okay, and then was training. Uh, all the troops and running like all the the, uh, the physical World fitness War World well. War Two as well, wow. and that grandfather uh, Benjamin is one of the people I'm named after. I wonder if no, your name is Benari, by the way. Right, right. Benjamin. So ben, just so you know, you right? No, no I, I understand. I understand. Uh, which is so the uh, Ben part of his name gave me the Ben part of my name. Now, where'd you get the Ari? Uh, the Ari came from my mother's uh, grandmother Arna, um, and so the male form was Ari. She just didn't want to go with a straight Benjamin. She hated yeah. the nickname Benji. 
So do, do people ever um, call you that? They mess up my name in so many different ways that yeah. Benji would be a luxury. Oh. Benji would be Benji would be so easy. You gotta let your mom know. But also you gotta let her know. during the time that Uh-oh. she was thinking about what my name should be. The dog movie. The dog movie. Oh, yeah. Benji the Hunted. Uh, yes. Yeah. So Benji the Hunted. Yeah. Uh, she was like, nope, not going to do that. Yeah. So Ben Ari, in Hebrew, it means son of a lion. Oh. oh. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I like to drop that. Yeah. You know, just be like, what is that? Son of son a lion. Of lion. Yeah. You got a problem with it? I'll gut you. Boom. Uh, Simba. Now, were the folks happy since you had a military grandpa's? Were they happy when you decided, not not the army side, but to do the the comedy and the stand up and the acting. Well, that you, you know the before. the comedy and the acting was sort of um, something that that I had grown up doing, and that's sort of the background. The army was sort of the weird thing that I ended oh, up okay. doing, because you know I grew up as a child actor. I was in a uh, I was in almost every kind of regional stage production in the New in England the, area. In, in in the New England area, I grew okay. up in. I was born in Boston. Uh, which is a wicked awesome place to be born, kid. I just and, went uh, there for the first time last year. <laughs> oh. A great city to walk around, Elliot. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. If you want to walk. Oh, I've walked. If you want to drive, don't go to <laughs> No, traffic. I've done both. Worse. Nobody it's, warned you that it's a crap driving city and the best walking city. Well, because unlike New York, which is laid out like a, a grid, Boston, they just put shit wherever yeah. they could fit it in because they're like, well, this is an historical site, so just put a road there. But that one stays yeah. cobblestone, and this one uh, goes the other direction halfway when you're driving up it's it. It's fantastic. Um, you know, 90, 95 South will turn into 95 North without warning. That's, uh, that's going <laughs> to cause a lot of hit on collisions. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this one is like both 128 and 95 for some reason, but then one ends and then the other just loops back around on itself. Pro- Route 3 isn't connected. Nobody knows what they're doing I over there. I think Boston doesn't know numbers, Elliot. That could very well be. That could very well be. You might have uh, gotten to the bottom of it. I'm looking at three delightful drinks with pickles on top. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'm smelling. All right, cheers. Well, the pickle hit my nose. Oh, yeah, well, there's a, because what... there's a pickle There's a pickle garnish cheers. right up at okay. the top. Yeah. I, I'm going to take my pickle yep. off. Yep. So I'm going to save that. Yep. Save that bad yeah, boy. Don't you want to get poked? That is actually sharp. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. Also, um... Also, a little bit of that uh, that umami salty it's a little sweet situation and sav- going it's on. Sweet and savory uh, thing yeah. happening there. Yeah, really, you know what? That uh, the maple syrup really uh-huh. you and your maple really syrup. really makes it go down. It's it, yeah, it really it, that, it makes a difference. Mm. It's it's such a it's like a really unexpected kind of you know you don't expect to get that kind of. Here's what you need to do now. I find I get this it. refreshing. Take Excellent. a this bite is, of that pickle yeah. after you drink it. Now mm. I get it. Now mm. I'm sorry I cussed out everybody in New York about the stupid picklebacks. You take a sip of that, and you bite oh, yeah. that pickle, and you're gonna see. I got it. You're gonna see what's going on in your mouth. With oh, yeah. I thought it was gonna be much heavier, mm. and it actually, and I feel like the pickle lightens it up a little oh, bit. Oh boy! And this feels this this tastes like a little like a like a nice spring afternoon. Oh, wow. which is what in we're Los at. Angeles. Oh. That's what it tastes and, like to and me, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we're getting. That old, <laughs> dirty Benari. Yeah. It's, well, you know, the uh, the pickle brine kind of cuts through the sweetness a little bit. There's yeah. like a little mm-hmm. bit of an acid there that you don't normally get in, a, yeah. in an old-fashioned. So, so it's a little weird, but it, but I like it. You did it again? Yeah. I, you know me. I would go with less sweetener because you know how I am. Yeah. 
I, my tongue, my tongue. I found out from the doctors yesterday. Yeah. My tongue is already sweetened. Oh, I was born with what they call a sweetened sweet tongue. tongue. Sweetened yeah. tongue. A sweetened tongue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the doctors really hit the t- in the sweetened gotcha. tongue. Mm-hmm. So I, it's already sweetened. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So whatever I have, so you're more sweet. of a you're more of a salty guy. Yeah, you gotta be, you yeah, gotta go more salty. salty than, or, uh, you already got the sweet. I, it's already in. It's built in. It's already built right, in. The sweet's right. built in. Yeah. Uh, but I can't lie and say that's not a delicious drink. I can't. I can't lie anymore. It's a really. It's a, it's a weird one, but I really like it. Like I just. I, and and the the reason I went with maple syrup in this instead of just normally uh, old fashioned has uh, uh, simple syrup in it or just sugar. You know, sugar cube yeah. that gets dissolved. Uh, is because one of the other things, uh, one of the other kinds of pickles that the Brooklyn Brine Company makes is a. Uh, I think it's a spicy maple bourbon pickle. Oh, so you were oh. already like. So I thought, so well, the wheels I, are yeah, turning. So the wheels were turning, and yeah. I, I, now I, and I would, I probably would have bought those if I had seen them, but I only saw those on their website. Yeah. So I think you did right by not buying them. Yeah. and your own delightful maple syrup. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm, I'm pleased with this one. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, you, you can't see me, folks, but I'm regarding my drink. It really a is serious way. Nobody regards it's really. Like you. Yeah, very, yeah. very serious. Uh, folks, he's making out with that drink right now. Oh, it yeah. re- it see, escalated. Fast. That could be the public affair. Wow. Mm. That, it is in, a public affair mm. happening right now. Mm. You do not want to know where that pickle is going. Now, did, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. Oh, boy. Yeah, freaking pickle. What's happening uh, So, did stand up? Yes. And so, acting? Before, and you said that the military was the worst. Yeah, so I was doing acting. Um, I had done, I, I moved into doing a little bit of TV and, and movies. And then I hit college and I discovered like, oh, I can do sketch and improv. But wait, and you said you were a kid actor. How old of a kid were you when you were doing the kid thing? Uh, I probably started acting in theater around eight or nine years old like you in were, plays. You were a child. Yeah, I was a child. You didn't know what you I was were doing in, uh, there. I was in Israel Horvitz's um, A Rosen by Any Other Name. Hmm. Then I was in like every production of uh, A Christmas Carol from the North Shore Music Theater to the Merrimack Repertory Theater. Did you ever did, play Little Timmy? Um, I never, the only thing, I played, played every single child <laughs> except for, for Tiny Tim. <laughs> oh, Little Timmy. I never, Timmy, I never, I got to I got to narrate yep. a couple of years. They did a version where they had like this child narrator reading from a, a magic book. Yeah, that I got to basically be you like this. I was like a street urchin doing the, you know because uh-huh. again you're doing you know, you're doing you're doing a well known play. They got to yeah. mix it up every few yeah, years because yeah, yeah, you're right. like okay, we've already seen this version, so do a different type of version. Now, did right. you ever do the Boston version of it? Um, it's just straight I, up Southie kind of. Um, I did. Uh, I was at the hunt. I, was in productions of the Huntington. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was at. Uh, I did. Um, but did you do one with a Boston flair to it? I never got to do like what? the like. Wait, hey, Scrooge, Scrooge, <laughs> get your shit together, man. What are you even doing here? Look at this kid. Look at this kid. He can't even walk. What are you doing? <laughs> Scrooge, you're just you're a goddamn asshole. You're gonna die alone. Is that what you want? Is that what you want? Think about yourself. Just think about your life. Why are you not doing? <laughs> I am, I, I'm actually I am, gonna do my one man. I'm Marky right Mark. Yeah. I, I mean, I gotta do. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna do my one man. Marky you, Mark. You, went to Marky Mark. you didn't even go to him after. Oh no, I went after straight. That, you went straight to, back to Marky Mark. What are you even doing here, kid? Dude, I'm out of breath already. I don't even know why. That's just my acting style. You better. If you don't do this, yeah. I will sue you. I will sue the Army, uh-huh. the city of Boston, 
And anybody Jewish, I will sue. Wow! going right after the why ADL. Like, just, right? Why don't you 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 left out Mark Wahlberg? You ought to sue him. I'll, I'll sue Wal. I'll, I'll go oh, after him that's first. Yeah. Number one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he's number one. He's not number one on my hit list. Yeah. Do you carry your Bostonish over into your? I'm sure you do in your in your stand up act. Obviously, I do. I. I now, as a, as I'm older, I wish I had more of an accent, so I rely on it more because uh, getting mad is so easy in a Boston accent. Uh-huh. Like if you get pissed about something, just to rant about something, it's just so much easier to just be like, ah, that just pisses me off. What do you? Ah, I'm just I can't even talk about this. Uh-huh. Just walk away. Just walk away right now. Let me calm down. I'm gonna take it from a ten to yeah. a three. Yeah. All right, you know, like it's just a natural like something like. French is the language of love, yeah, and like insane. you know, in Boston is the language of just fuck just, off. Just like that's, <laughs> <laughs> like it's just so easy to be mad about shit. So um, I that creeps out, and and when you drink more, the Boston comes sure. out a little bit more too. Yeah, and you know, I, yeah, I think that like in general, like going back to the roots is always like drinking, tired, hungry. Yeah. If you're any of those, any of yeah. those over things, right? Yeah. yeah. Then it's, it sends you back to where you came. And I also grew up um, as a Red Sox fan. When I grew up, they didn't win ever. I, I went through the 80, you know the 86-year drought. I was like in the middle of that. So like my earliest memories were just like, don't worry, they're going to break your heart. And then they did in 86, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and, and all of a sudden everything changed. Like we got a new, it was like the millennium hit. Yep. And it was like, yep, new century, who dis? And we just... Like the Patriots and the Red Sox, yeah, and not happy was, with the Patriots. I understand. You ever, you ever, you ever get tired of all the winning? Um, I dummies. They, look, I'm saying that about the Patriots, not the Sox. I'm not even gonna dummies. First off, first off, <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. Uh, uh, You're sucking <laughs> my deflated balls, and we all know we all know Roger Goodell's out to get him. No, the, the, Elliot, remind me. The, <laughs> To cut out around the 32-minute yeah. 32 mark. And for no, no, for no, no particular, particular reason. reason. Yeah, yeah, okay. The, I can't stand the current crop of Boston sports fans. Uh-oh. Because they only know? Because they only know the winning. Yeah. And yeah. I do, uh-huh. like, there's that. there was that curmudgeonly part of being a Boston sports fan where you could bitch about things yeah. because people would be like, all right, but it is, we get yeah. it. You guys have had some heartbreaking yeah. losses. Yeah. We, yeah. we get it. You come from a losing city. We so, understand. So now for me, I'm like the winning, the winning stuff. I still like to root for underdogs. Like yeah. even, even in the last world series with Boston and LA, I'm like, I want Boston to win, but I'm like, oh man, LA, they're such a great team. Yeah. And Dave Roberts. Oh, oh yeah. I have yeah. an undying love for Dave Roberts. Yeah. So I can't be mad at that. Right you know, so it's sort of changed the way I watch the games now. Yeah. Because it's not life or death anymore. Yeah, it's not right. do or die. My, you know, uh, even like the worst loss, even when the, when the Pats lost the Super Bowl with Philadelphia, my thought was like literally like, well, that was nice. That was nice. <laughs> they got to win. Yeah. It was a good game. We're here all the time. But I bet you a lot <laughs> of your Boston friends wanted to hit you behind the head. And they do. They're just looking. like, no, that's not the right way to be. And I'm yeah. like, I, I don't know, man. I... <laughs> I carried a lot of anger I, for a lot of years. I bet you make an interesting soldier like that. It's okay if it's the other cool, side man. wins. Yeah, we it's a win little different. You know what? I we think. won that one. Yeah. <laughs> we won. Let, most let them of have our some de- Look, we decimated them. Yeah. All right? Let them walk <laughs> let away. Them let them have that. That's a very Let them un- keep let 
them keep their village. That's a Come very on. understanding soldier. <laughs> I think I think the U.S. Army is going to be proud of you after this for- <laughs> after this podcast. That's definitely how we run things. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I I uh, I'm from Baltimore. Okay. I yep. I uh, yep. grew up a Baltimore Orioles fan. I've uh, endured uh, many uh, many many years of, of sports hardship. So I understand. I met. I understand the uh, Cal Ripken. Yeah. I had, I mean, yeah. I had Cal. Won the World Series in 1983. That was the last time we won World <laughs> Series, and that was that was great. I was 13, but I am, you know, but like, oh my God, it's been such a drought since then. And even though we had some good years recently with with uh, Buck Showalter at the helm, uh, last year was so horrendous. They lost 115 games. It's it, and it was just the most gut wrenching thing. I prefer an epic losing season like that, though. Than the number of types of seasons you get when that it's was just the like second one of my lifetime though because 1988 they opened the but, series but the at season least... 21 <laughs> <laughs> and I hadn't lived through that so it was terrible but here, but so like so like I like you know the Red Sox are an American League East rival and I yeah. cannot uh, and and I I don't generally root for the Red Sox however I don't root against them generally because because my feeling about the Yankees right is so much stronger I cannot stand the Yankees who lost to the Orioles today by the way um Phenomenal. and uh That's and at so the time of this podcast at the time of this podcast breaking news people breaking news on today March 30th let but, the record show but maybe we can time it perfectly may, for may, another loss. maybe maybe but I will but anytime the Red Sox are playing the Yankees yeah I am almost a Red Sox fan well because fuck the Yankees. Exactly. Uh, but, you know, the the thing, that's that's how I've made my peace with the Patriots. Is like, I honestly don't care. I understand everyone hates the Patriots. I will always forever hate the Lakers yeah. and hate the Yankees. <laughs> okay. And that's just it. And there's, so you it's, understand. It's, you I totally understand. understand. hatreds, you get their hatred because you have a hatred. I'm not trying to win anyone over. Yep. I'm like, look, right. I'm, only, I'm a fan because I'm regional. I remember when Bob Kraft saved the team and kept them in New England yeah. and kept them in Massachusetts. I remember, you know, I I, I remember the Bears. Wa- I remember the refrigerator Perry walking over our entire defensive mm-hmm. line. Yeah, uh, I've been through it. I've yeah, been through you've it. You've seen yeah. it. <laughs> yep. So I'm just like, and I get it. You hate them. That's fine. That's <laughs> fair. It's just this one's just for me. <laughs> Is there anyone from Boston who's not a huge sports fan? Because it does seem like like in Atlanta there are plenty of people who. That's where I'm from. Are sports fans right. and aren't sports fans. Right. But certain cities, it seems like they are built on their sports teams, their yeah. professionals. Teams. Even the ones yeah. who aren't, like you can go over to MIT mm-hmm. and there's there are like professors who only deal with like abstract, you know, quantum physics. Right. And they'll just be like, ugh. That stuff about Bob Kraft, that just oh, makes okay. it so hard to, you know, <laughs> like, what was he thinking? You know? oh, you're like, crap. how do you know? Like, every, you can't get away from yeah. it. And it, it's such yeah. a small city. For yeah. a major city, it's really tiny. Yeah. It, I it mean, is. it really defines towny. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. why every everything is the way it is, because, like, everyone's on top of each other. It's not that big. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. it's, it's really. Yeah. 
Uh, so, you know, the the things that people talk about, it just, it's in the DNA. Yeah. I was not a sports fan growing up. I, I was, again, I was a theater oh, really? kid. Okay. I was a theater kid. But, you know, then I, once I started learning the drama of sports oh, and yes. the, the oh, thrill yeah. the of the victory papers. and the, the yeah. heartbreak of defeat. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, did you, did you grow up as a, as a sports fan at all? Uh, I grew up in my younger man years in the, uh, the Atlanta... The Atlanta Braves, even oh. before they got good, but we had Hank Aaron. Of course. Right. So watched baseball all the time. They sucked, they sucked, they sucked, but we had Hank Aaron. And then suddenly they got amazing. Of course. And so I grew up as a huge Atlanta Braves fan from a young age, yeah. uh, partially Falcons fan. And then later I became a huge football fan. And sure. since I moved out here... I go see a few baseball mm-hmm. games, but I'm a Rams ticket holder. Oh yeah, so I love the, so that. That was the other thing. Like I love, I love what McVay's done with the Rams. Yep. I, Todd Gurley, I think, is one of the greatest running backs of yep. all time. I hope yep. they don't destroy his knees. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You, you, I end up just being able to root for other yeah. players too. Yeah. I love Julio Jones. I'm like that guy deserves a ring. That guy's that, guy, that guy's amazing. He yeah. deserves a ring. You know, and and you start seeing too the the injustice of what it mean like how they calculate what it who's, means to, who yeah. who's great and i know that they have these debates all the time about like well his stats say this or whatever but i'm like yeah but i know who we all talk about yeah like yeah there are players that are just dynamic it's almost like audience awards then you know like yeah. at a movie like you go to sun i've never been to sundance but uh-huh. i assume up there uh there's the all the theaters are made of ice these are assumptions sure sure uh but then you know they have the judges give the awards but then it's just Audience awards, yeah, and, that, and that's yeah. the stuff that really means the most to a fan. It's like, no, but we love Julio Jones. There too, should right? be an audience award for for sports figures because they made us love the game. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Like yeah. it's like does, like we know these guys have all the titles. We know these guys were on winning teams, but it's like you know what? Yeah. Like I mean, aren't there, is there a fan voting component of the ESPYS? I feel like I feel like there is. I think there is a I, wait, in there. One of them is is fan based. Uh, one of those. Uh, I mean, I don't know how many sports awards there are, but I mean, you know other, other than that, I one. have the phone lines open, so maybe someone. Will all right, call. Okay. we'll uh, we'll hey, have a yeah, call in. Yeah. We'll okay. Call. Or all right, call. And if you don't feel like calling, yeah. By all means, email call. us or come by or yeah, just drop by. Email us at daydrinkingwithgaryandelli at gmail dot com. I feel like we were really chitting it up on this uh, sports. Oh, oh riff. yeah, yeah. And now yeah. I'm about to chat. With all right. Okay. All right. I'm gonna. See, I'm, I could see the change in your demeanor. I could I'm see about, that you're to, about to. I'm, I'm about to change. I'm about to chat it up. Yeah. You have talked about your military life. Yep. And apparently, you're a big sports head. Just for Boston. <laughs> Just for Boston. Just for Boston. I'm a Boston homer. On the performance. By the way, I was in Boston last year in the year. I've been in Boston a couple of times filming stuff that show Smilf oh, films up there. Yeah. So I have a used little recurring. To. RIP. It used to. It used <laughs> to film up there until someone did something to someone that they maybe should not have done. Perhaps nothing to do with you. You were fantastic. I was great. It wasn't even a guy who did something <laughs> no. to someone that they perhaps was, was, should have done. Was there? Was there a a a a? Was Was it perhaps a, a, a bit of grab ass that shouldn't have happened? The, mm. Not so much grab ass, but uh, someone some, abu- some, ab- some some abusive behavior, ah. yeah, from mm. some unexpected people, yeah, from but, an unexpected. No, oh, that's not cool. But in yeah. a, but in a position of power. Ah, yeah, uncool, uncool. Don't yeah. do that, folks. Uh, I, d- yeah, yeah. Would you like to give the PSA for <laughs> that? I'll, right I'll I'll give the PSA. Okay. If you're in a position of power, 
don't lord it over the people underneath you and certainly don't use it for your own, uh, you know, to get your own jollies. Don't do that. Yeah. Thank you. This wasn't even for a jolly. No. Yeah, but, no. but, no, but it's the yeah, same thing yeah. for your own uh, benefit. Benefit. At, benefit. At, sure. at yes. the very least. Yes. At yeah. the very yeah. least. Yeah, at the yeah. very least. Yes. But yeah. in, for something that would benefit, you would give you jolly. So I'm going to yeah. go back and gonna... say your statement stands. Okay, thank you. Un, unredacted. Oh, very good. Un, okay. I'm, by the way, I'm doing a movie called Redacted. Are you? Yeah. Come on the screen. Yeah. It's going to be just black just screen. Just black. Yeah. And then you hear me go like, and then I, and then, it's all, and that's it's all. All out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then even the credits. Yeah. Will be redacted. You won't even know. Who, won't even know. I feel like that's already winning all the festivals. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what a, it's a brilliant it's deconstruction get, of our current but, police state. In but America. it's going like, to be a two hour movie. Oh, yeah. It's, I smell an audience only, award. That's the only way you make you art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, is that what you smell now? I smell an audience, audience award. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait for you guys to see my art. You can't have art under two hours? No. 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 Nothing <laughs> under two hours yeah. is worth it. Oh, no. Nothing. Yeah. No. Speaking of being worth... <laughs> There's many ways to be worth something All in this right. world, Elliot. Yeah. There's a spiritual worth. Mm-hmm. There's a financial worth. Yeah. And just a moment ago, he mentioned art. There is an an artistic worth, which might not bring you spi- spirituality. Mm-hmm. It might not bring you great financial reward. Or it might. Oh, okay. Let's talk about your artistic worth. Absolutely. Your stand-up career. Mm-hmm. You're out mm-hmm. on the road mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. But something happened. Mm-hmm. You became a producer. Yes. Yeah. I say that with a liquid you, producer yeah. of the Larry Wilmore show. Yeah. Yeah. How? Well. Was it they discovered you in the military and said, bring me that guy from the army? Did they see you do stand up somewhere and say, bring me that guy from the stand up scene? Did they see you cheering on your Boston Red Sox? Yes. That's what they, it was the Red Sox. They saw you in the, in the uh, audience. It, it was, except it was absolutely not because if, no, La- if Larry had known as a diehard uh, Dodgers Uh-oh. fan and a Lakers a, fan, yeah, Dodgers he's an like LA sports guy, Larry could not hate the Patriots and the Red oh. Sox and the Celtics more. Um, but uh, the that came about actually as a combination of things. Um, doing stand up, I had worked with uh, Roy Albanese who was the executive producer over at The Daily Show. Okay. And, um, I'm, 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 and writing, then, I'm writing this And down. then became the executive producer over at uh, The Nightly Show when that show kicked off. Even He was named very early on, right when they first kicked off, it was going to be called The Minority Report. Right, Larry right. Wilmore, and then it became... I remember. That. Um, now, when I was in Afghanistan... In, so, so far, we've tied in yeah. the entertainment industry yep. with the military. Yep, correct. Mm-hmm. So, went to Afghanistan. When I was in Afghanistan, that was in 2011, 2012. Let's, let's pretend it was. Um because you, you, you really have no idea. Uh, I mean, I know exactly the date. <laughs> you, you probably right have. down to the like the you know like down to like you the prob- one and a wake up of the day I left. Uh, right? pre- but, but that's fine. It's let's cool. pretend you we'll know pretend where I, you went okay. to fight for our country. It's let's pretend fine. you did. Um, you know, I'm in Kandahar. Uh, John Stewart came over with a USO tour. Mm. Oh my! And uh, he he was coming over to like you know talk to the troops and entertain people and. Through comedy, one of the people that I had uh, worked with on another show, uh, Joe Miller, who's a very funny comedy writer, uh, she she was uh, at one point the uh, the executive producer over at Sam B's show. She worked in the Daily Show. She was like, 
she emailed me and she was like, go talk to, you know, John's going to be where I told you all about him. Like, go say hi when he comes through your base. So I did that. I, I talked with John and through that, I got back in touch with Roy Albanese, who was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we've done comedy together, of course. So I got back home from uh, Afghanistan. I went to a taping of the show. I went out with, like, Rory. John knew. He was like, oh, yeah, Benari's great. Um, and, uh, th- you know, it was also kind of nice. Again, this goes back to the G.I. Jew thing, which if it's a form of endearment, it's totally fine. Right. As long as it, it's all sure. it's all in the intonation Absolutely. and the intent. Um, as long as it's said with respect and love, yes. it's totally fine. Yeah. If you say G.I. Jew, then, uh, you know, yeah, not so bad. good. Yeah. It's, right. but, Unless but, it's your mom it's like, telling yeah, you. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. G.I. Jew! Hey! hey! All of that. Hey! Who doesn't love G.I. Jew? Yeah, I do. Um, so it was also, you know, again, that was sort of against the grain. And so they liked that idea of like, oh, you come from like this political background of sort of liberal advocacy and you're a Democrat, but you're, and you're a Jew, but you're in the military and you work over here. And so you see this type of the country as well and so yeah. there's like a uh-huh. bridge thing there so from in terms of different perspective they really enjoyed that and when the nightly show was starting up i uh, was talking with rory and he was like yeah we got to bring you on in in some capacity so brought me on and i had also gotten my i'd gone to nyu uh tish uh to get my degree in uh, screenwriting as well okay. um and so i i came there with like an mfa and in, in, in writing as well so being a producer on the show then I kind of worked my way up to to a senior producer role because I was able to like bridge that gap in right. the same way that you know you yeah. bridge other gaps. It was like, oh, I understand the writing process. I understand the producing side of things. You know, when you're putting when you're putting together field pieces or when you're putting together the stories of yeah. the joke or you're putting together uh, the stories of these segments. Um, you know that that that's a very useful skill. Yeah, no so doubt. I sort of like got in there as this like ah he's kind of this unknown comic who's also in the military and then worked my way up to to senior producer and then I got to be a writer producer on um, Katie Nolan's show on mm-hmm. on FS1 which is like a sports comedy show mm-hmm. that tied in like the sports right. uh-huh. side of things and uh-huh. Katie Nolan was from Boston so like the the Boston fan you were pulling how all that your levers pulled all the levers you, you got really to. did you got to yeah he did, he did the, yep. all the yeah. things I asked him about earlier yeah sports uh-huh. the entertainment uh-huh. the military uh-huh. you were, you were pulling every switch you had. I'm and a professional. I didn't even here. ask you about the Jewish switch. You pulled the Jewish I, switch. I, again, again, that's how you do it. That's called producing. Wait a minute. Hold on. Because <laughs> I was writing everything down. Yeah. yeah. And then I started thinking about what he was saying. I yeah. shouldn't have been thinking no, about what think. he was saying. No, don't think. Don't think. I should have just kept writing. Yeah. Never looking up. Feel right. it. You got to feel it. I should, I should have felt it instead of felt tip. Felt tip. Right, right. But that's called producing. <laughs> is that? Am I reading you right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Son of that's a how you produce, and that's how you produce, son. And that and, and, and that's <laughs> also the name of your book. And that's how you produce, comma son, comma son. How long were you on Larry's? Sh- I was on uh, it for the entire run of the show. Holy crap! Um, which was, as far as I'm concerned, too short. Yes, I mean, the, there's a whole bunch of other things that happened there when when John uh, Stewart left uh, Comedy Central and he left The Daily Show. He was with Busboy Productions, and we were under Busboy. Right. 
And without getting into the logistics of things, I think it was much easier for Comedy Central not to have anything to do with Busboy uh, sure. once all the contracts were up, mm, sure. rather than try and yeah. renegotiate or change sure. or whatever. Yeah. Which was a shame, though, because it was a great show. It's a yeah, great show. It was great, and it hit its and like we were really hitting its groove yeah. right over the summer because that's you know it was the summer of 2016. Yeah, and like yes, they pulled was, the plug there were, on. There were things to say. There yeah. were things to say. Yeah, and Larry specifically was such a unique voice in that space because you know. As an older man who had like lived through a lot of previous things, yeah. you know, this is again, you know, he was he was an older black man yep. who also understood. Who like, was at that time an older black man? Yes, now he's no much more. younger. He's so he's much, much younger, younger now. Yeah. He's so much I'm sure younger. You're not doing a daily show or yeah. a nightly show. He gets to sleep. Now. But to get the sleep, perspective yeah. of someone who had like lived through, say, like Watergate, right, and Iran Contra, and then watching what was happening in 2016, yeah. You know, and again, yeah. who had also lived through. He's kind of like, we're here again, guys. It's like, we're here yeah, again. Yeah. And you weren't getting that perspective because you were getting young people mm. who were like, we've never seen anything like this. And he's like, yeah, yeah but yeah. we kind of yeah. yeah, maybe have. have and yeah. here's how this is going to go if yeah. we're not careful. And then, of course, the hey, show goes yeah. <laughs> The show goes away. And then he, but he can now, he should just buy like 30 seconds of network space yeah. every Friday night yeah. just to go. I told y'all. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And he does that. Hi. I said I'm Larry it. Larry Wilmore. Yeah. I told you. I told you. <laughs> um, was that the, as far as writing, producing, you were writing and producing on writing, that show? producing by the, yeah, by the end. And, and uh, it was, uh, I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, yeah. it was a great crew of people. Yeah. And uh, uh, Robin Thede, did she work with the, yes. the Robin, Robins? Yeah. Much she on there? started, um, she was at one point one of the head writers there. Um, she was a, Brilliant performer. Yeah. Um, her show was also great and cut short. Yeah. Um, uh, but she's doing. She's actually doing great. Uh, she's doing a, a great show now that they're they're starting up. Um, all uh, black women uh, sketch comedy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. I uh, I've put in. You know how you. I was getting an order for a sex change. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I put yeah. in my order to yeah. get the sex change so I could do her. Just so you could do her it show. It was literally just for her show. Yeah. But I told him to keep my pieces. Yeah. So you could put them back. I'll get them uh, yeah. stuck back Got to keep it. that window cracked. Got it. Look, when it's time for grab-assery <laughs> or, or a temporary sex change, keep the pieces. Look, everyone. <laughs> keep the window. Right? Everyone, you do you. Whatever makes you happy in your life uh-huh. and to be the best version of yourself that you can be. Don't you, do others. You do you. Do you. you do you. You do you. Are you a nerd? You're wearing a Star Wars yes. shirt. Yeah, right absolutely. Oh, I, I know this although, guy's a nerd. Uh-oh. Although I, although I prefer geek because sure. I think because for me, okay. growing up, nerds Fair. were like better at math. Okay. Oh, okay. Sure. That's, what, oh, that's, that's my difference. big distinction. Okay. That's that's fair. Okay. Actually, I hadn't considered You're a that. But yeah, freak. I guess yeah. I yeah, guess you know I, what I mean. Like I, I yeah. can't do like okay. uh, integers. Is yeah, I can't. Okay. I can't either. What is your biggest uh, nerddom? A oh geekdom, man, geekdom rather. Comic books. Because you're wearing. I'm wearing, you're the wearing Star Wars. old school yeah. Star Wars. I'm wearing old school Star Wars. Old school Star Wars comic books are really my. I mean, I have like thousands of comic books, and that's that's like. That was that's what got me young too. Star Star Wars and comic books hooked me young. Uh-huh. You know, starting with like Superman and Spider Man and, mm-hmm. and Captain America, and and then all of a sudden, you know, I'm like, oh, blah, Black Panther over here, and like, oh, Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman, and and you know, my first uh, my first imaginary friend was uh, Wonder Woman, and the Linda Carter Wonder Woman was yeah. very influential on my on my young developing life. Yes, and I was about three years old. 
and I would walk around and introduce my imaginary friend, Wonder Woman, who was invisible oh. and not wearing any clothes. Ah. Yeah. And my father would say, oh, can can daddy see your friend? <laughs> like, nope, that one's <laughs> just for me. But so that was so like right at a young age, a lot of my interests were wow. all, now, you know, put, put together a, in one. <laughs> what made a three-year-old kid, of course, invisible friend? Yes, sure, sure, naturally. Sure. What made a three-year-old kid pick a naked individual, invisible friend? Well, I don't know why I picked naked. Naked per oh. se. I, I you know, I, I admired Wonder Woman's fight for truth and justice. Sure. Uh, and <laughs> you can uh, have truth and justice and, with britches on. But you know what? It's more fun when you don't have them on. Yeah, it well, is. And it's you know what? So so I <laughs> yeah. really think that, you know, if you're gonna go about that fight, yep. sure. You know, take your pants off. Have some fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, also, fun. Yeah. but also at three years old, who knows, who knows? why you make it I'm not saying it yeah. wasn't innocent. Yeah. It would have been very I'm just saying yeah. the grind for, for fighting for truth yeah. and justice oh, that, that's is totally tough. True. Yeah, that's So true. you gotta you got to find ways to, to loosen up and, I, and to make it fun for yourself. Yeah. I look at us. it in two ways. Uh-huh. One, if I'm going to fight with clothes on, that does give somebody, oh, they can grab my shirt to pull me back. Mm-hmm. Right. They can grab my pant mm-hmm. leg to pull me back, yep. my belt buckle. Yep, sure. If I'm fighting naked, hard to pull back. Hard to pull back. But they can also get at your soft parts easier. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, except a, it's Wonder Woman, so her soft parts are pretty hard. Yeah, they are. You know, for, for, for a mortal man. For a mortal, sure, sure. For mortal, mortal man. Or a woman. Yeah. She's a, she's a wonder, wonder Woman. She's a wonder, uh, Wonder yeah. Woman. Yeah. So, yeah. So your favorites growing up then on the comic book, and or the, um, the movie side, even sure, sure. Uh, well, what the, my Superman was my gateway. That was your dude. That was my dude. Um, Christopher Reeve is so Superman on the movies me. and the comic books. Or well, movie? so the the comic books a little bit, but they, they kind of never looked like Christopher Reeve to me embodied everything that okay. Superman was. And yeah. and when I when I think about it, I'm like that. That's my that's Superman. It. That's yeah. my Superman. And even in other settings, like I can, uh, I'll put Christopher Reeve in in my favorite Superman. Comic book stories, um, but and and but the thing is, like everybody that's making Superman comics today does the same thing. Yeah, so, I, I mean, well, he defined Superman for a whole generation because of he also sold that idea of like he's this nebbishy guy, he puts on glasses and he hunches over, yeah. and he's like bumbling and he's selling the Clark Kent part, yeah. right? Because he's trying to be mild mannered so that nobody knows, yeah. but then he can that, like that the best special effect in any movie ever. Is still to me Christopher Reeve just straightening up, yep. taking mm-hmm. off the glasses, right. and, yep. and going from get Clark rid of your scoliosis, yeah, and get some get it's your like, round eyeballs. You don't need CGI <laughs> for that, guy. man. Wouldn't it be cool to see the opposite? Like he's still a superhero, but he's a straight straight backed guy as a regular person, and then like a hunch over, he like, takes it over and he gets all nevishy as yeah, he's like, like you know, like it's like the accountant if that movie yeah, had yeah. not been made. Sure, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. in name only. Yeah. I um, Why don't we have any? I don't know. So they Superman did, was Super, Superman was was tough. Spider Man I love because he had a great sense of humor and just you know he was and he was so insecure that he would use humor as a weapon. Yeah. Right. Uh, so like anytime he was just outclassed by a villain, just to to throw the villains off guard by just throwing yeah. one liners at them. I'm like I love that. I love this. this See, guy. as a cartoon growing up, Spider Man was my number one. Okay. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like it, it, watching the cartoon. But my brothers and sisters used to watch that old version of Superman, like that black mm-hmm. and yeah, the, the, white the George, the George Reeves. Reeves. Yeah. 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 So I love that Superman sure. from, from way back then. Well, I think, and I think those things were very, like one of my favorite things about even going older than that is the Superman radio show. 
With, yeah, I, with, I listen to him all the time. With, with Bud Collier, who had that but great I mean, vocal change. Yeah, he, he did this thing he until did, he did this. this. And now oh, I'm yeah. this guy. Yeah, it's like, like such a crazy my thing. Yeah, I was like, does. I still love like the, this looks like a job for Superman. Superman. And, you know, and the, oh. yeah. Um, I think he would he would say one of those things like up up and away. It was one of those sure. things to let the audience know, and then they would do the sound yeah. effect. Right. But to let the audience know, I'm flying yeah. now. It's uh, carry me wind or up, yeah, up yeah, and away yeah, right. or up, yeah, up, up and away. That was Superman. So, but there was great things like that, and then I would get um, you know the the in the comic books the the Jim Steranko. I don't know if you know. No, he's, see, he's a great artist. This is where I fall off of my Absolutely. With but he would do nah, like... That's he, where Elliot... Yep. Elliot, tag. All right. Give me, yep. You're all right. But he would do... like So all of a sudden I got into like Nick Fury, Agent yeah, of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. and like the Captain America stuff. And of course on the cartoon simultaneously with Stan Lee introducing stuff. Yeah. Like, hey, true believers, it's your old pal Stan Lee. So they started, you know, again, that... The Marvel bullpen feel of like this is a community. So you know, then it was like X Men and like Storm and 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 Wolverine yep. and like yep. you know who I loved as a comic book character because he was short. <laughs> like right. I loved that uh, like Marvel's most popular character in the eighties and nineties was, was like, not so big was on like, the was like yeah yeah I'm like as a little guy I'm like yeah one for us and then of course they make the movie and it's like he's six four like God uh, you guys yeah although you, you know, missed the whole point of the character yeah they did although I I, I remember coming out of that thinking I mean Hugh Jackman's like, great Hugh, Hugh Jackman is too good looking and too tall to be Wolverine yeah. and yet he somehow he pulled and yet it he's off. perfect he's perfect that he was, son yeah. of a bitch yeah. <laughs> and so, and that, and that Maybe to he this was day, I think that was it. I think he yeah. embodied the short little yeah. guy inside. But what I also loved about, and I, I love about um, geek culture, is that there is something for everyone. Like at different points in your life, you evolve, you change, you get yeah. into like weird underground tastes. You're like, oh, I want, I like want more edgier and like subversive stuff. And there's like underground comics yeah. that you can get it. And then you're like, uh, you know what? I just want something uplifting and feel good. And like, yeah. oh, you have that. And so like that, I I hate the toxicity of the nerd culture. That's like, this is mine, and it has uh-huh. to be this way. Yeah, yeah. Because I appreciate the like, this is for everyone, and everyone can enjoy this. In in whatever way speaks to them, yeah. yeah, and it's like this should be open and inclusive and fun, right yeah. on. And yeah. we're in a particularly think, toxic time yeah. of, of fandom right now that just makes me I angry. It. I it's hate like it. It drives me nuts. I look on Twitter and I like, you know, you see these assholes, you know, jumping yeah. on, you know, people who I, I I know a lot of people in the comic book business. So you know, or I've worked with a lot of mm-hmm. people in the comic book business. These people are, so I consider these people friends. Oh yeah, that are getting attacked by morons yeah you know who who think that this is just this is the this is the way it should be or like in the the latest controversy is that Zack snyder was saying wake the fuck up people if you if you if you think if you don't think batman kills people you're (laughs) you're 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 a fucking baby or something like that and i'm like well then you should probably not make a batman movie yeah (laughs) and 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 you know and a lot of comic book creators who have written Batman yeah. who, who kind of understand the character and understand that the whole reason Batman doesn't kill is because his parents were killed. Yes, this is a character yeah. who has vowed no one else right. dies on my watch. Right. Like, I will protect children yeah. and, and and families from, exactly. the, from the heartbreak that is murder and death yeah. and destruction. And I the, will break this yeah. cycle by dressing up like a giant bat right. because I'm I, a rich white man right. and that's the only thing I know. <laughs> and I'm going to strike fear into the yeah. hearts of others by looking like a bat. Yes, and then I will enlist a number of children into right. my little army oh, right. <laughs> of, of child soldiers. Yeah, it's perfect. But then these, these people... <laughs> 
These Snyder Bros. Yeah. They're going to start coming after us <laughs> yep. now. Well, the Snyder yeah. Bros. Not after me. Not, not after you. Guy. I like, would never bring, insult the Snyder. Bring it on, Snyder <laughs> Bros. Is, is uh, you know, they're, they're going after this. Oh, you don't understand. They don't like you talking to so people who have written Batman. I hated that Man of Steel. So did I. I, said, like, I hate, okay, yeah. we can talk offline yeah, yeah. about oh, this. Oh, wait a minute. I don't uh, want to get We da- can all agree on, <laughs> we can all raise our hands <laughs> yeah. at this table. Yeah. My son. Not good. Oh, when, my, yeah. Your son? Well, actually, your son was with us because we my, went, wanted we, to, Sam wanted yeah. to go see Man of Steel for his birthday, and, and Ethan came along. Yeah. I don't I, uh, I don't remember who else came with, but your son came along, mm-hmm. and we saw that movie. We came out of that, it came out of that, and Sam, my, my now 16-year-old son, Turned to me and he said, "Dad, I didn't like that, yeah. <laughs> but it I, was not good." I will, and I'll give you the the uh, contrast here yeah. between how Marvel's doing their movies right now yeah. and and Man of Steel. Man of Steel, he his dad. Okay, everyone already knows that he has powers, right? Because they're afraid of him or whatever. Right. And then his dad's like, "Oh, tornado's coming! Don't save me! I want." You to watch me die mm-hmm. in an event that this isn't even how it's supposed to happen. It's a weird tornado that only works this way in this movie. But I'm going to go save this dog uh, that doesn't need saving. And I'm going to let the tornado kill me. And I want you to watch. And I want you to stand next to your mom while she also watches me die. And I want you to think about how you have the power to save me. But don't do it. Yeah. And then he did, that's a bad dad. He had a bad dad. That movie suffers from yeah. bad dad syndrome. He had bad dad life lessons. And that's not how tornadoes work. And that's not how Superman works. Yeah. And because Superman would be like, I'll figure out a way to save you and then convince everyone that, that, right. that, I'm, that I'm Clark Kent. Like that Superman yeah. is he solves that problem and saves people. Right. Whereas like in Marvel, they have Spider-Man who's rooted in a tragedy, right? Yeah, who like he didn't save his yep. uncle Ben, and so he carries that responsibility. And like even in Infinity War, right, which had like a, like I think oh, we'll like, 16, like we'll sixteen like sixteen too many, but had like sixteen thousand superheroes, right? Right, too many. If you watch Spider Man in that movie, every single scene he's saving people left and right. Yeah. Things are happening, and all that dude is doing while he's quipping yeah. and everything, he's just saving people yeah. because that's what he does. Yeah, yeah. And it's like there you go. That's yeah. it's so easy. Yeah. To make a fun, exciting movie <laughs> for superheroes where they just save people. I yeah. am a little mad at that movie, Elliot. Mm-hmm. Just be, I, I couldn't. They tried to make me care about too many people <laughs> yeah. at once. It's like, I can't care about this guy over here fighting this guy and that guy and that guy. It was too many. It too was, many for me it to was, care about. It was, it was pure geek joy for me, oh, yeah. I have to say. You didn't think there was just too many people? There was a lot going a lot. on. And I'm, I've am i already ordered my, my catheter uh, for, for the for Endgame for for end because they're saying <laughs> right. it's going to be is, three hours. And, yeah, I, I yeah. heard it's playing out in real time. Yeah. So oh. it's about three, <laughs> oh my three God. years. Three years. Yeah. Three okay. Years. So like, because like my, I don't think my my uh, bladder can wait. You know, can make it for that. So I don't know what I'm gonna do. But, uh, but yeah. But they. But I'm very much looking forward to that. But yeah. The the like the Marvel. Here, the the thing that and I think DC is starting to figure it out now. Yeah. But but <laughs> well well Wonder Woman Wonder Woman Wonder, great. Wonder Woman was great. Okay. Shazam we'll looks, fight about Shazam, that in a minute. Sh- we'll okay. Shazam that. looks like it's gonna be fun. But the thing that the thing that you know we'll see. But it looks okay. like it's gonna we'll be fun. We'll I haven't seen it. We'll see. But the thing that that Marvel has figured out, and they they understood early on, is that well they understood okay well you gotta stay true to who the characters are right. uh, from in the comics, but also um, there's a there's an inherent uh, kind of uh, silliness to what we're doing. Sure. Yeah. And and we're gonna just give that wink to the audience, and like we're gonna that. say yeah. we know. 
we know that you know that this is grown people yeah. running around in costumes yeah. on screen. And and but we're going to take it seriously enough to give you a good entertaining sure. story story, but we're also going to not you know, we're not going to ignore the fact that that's what this is. Yeah. Well, I realize and I had the I I had the honor to meet Stanley a few years back um, before he passed away and um this- the best time to meet Stanley. Well, yeah, before. Mm-hmm. Before. That's when, you, I mean, he's still pretty lively. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> he's not, still like, hey, true believers. <laughs> no, I'm just saying the here. best time. I didn't but say yes, it's the, the only time. Right, um, sure. The okay. best time. But what was amazing, and at that time, he was like 92 or 93, and I was in a room, and it was some veterans, so he was telling World War II stories. Okay. And yeah. it was phenomenal. It was just amazing. You're getting like these stories like Stan Lee about... You know, posters he was doing about like protect yourself from VD. VD, not me. Like he's wow. just and right. he's because like, he was a public yeah, affairs. Officer. He was a public affairs guy. Yeah. So like we me. we kind of bonded over that. And what was amazing though is I just realized like you're in the room with him, and I'm like this guy. We're like six or seven people meeting with him for however long we're sitting there. I'm like his whole day is this. Yeah. Yeah. For every day. Yeah. For like forty or fifty years. Yeah. And I realize like how and also his his charisma and his ability to really like sell you on his philosophy. Yeah. And I was like, we're I was so fortunate to grow up because I feel because I feel like we're just we're sold on philosophies. Right. With the guy that sells it the best or the woman who sells it the best. And like right now, I feel like the problem that we're in is like the guy who's selling a philosophy is selling us a junk philosophy. Right. right. It's like not inspirational, not aspirational. And I was like, I was so fortunate that like I was sold a bill of goods by a guy who told me that with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. like hammer that home. I'm like, wow, I'm so glad that the huckster of my generation was right. Stan Lee. Yeah. Right. Like how fortunate. That's a was good I. huckster to have. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's a good huckster. That's a way better huckster. Yeah. Instead of with great power comes great power. Yeah. Okay. And more power and more, and more power. money. Yeah. So get right. your money and get wow. more power. Uh if you could be any of those heroes oh. of the superdomes jeez if you could be any one of them which one uh, would I'm, you be i'm probably going captain america why is that that would not be anywhere near the top of my list yeah i would why is probably that go at the top of your or list? well i have nothing against captain no, america no you know what? i i might have i might have 3 here okay might have 3 in no particular order no particular order Superman, because that's my first love, that's your dude. and can do everything. Fly, like flying. He can pretty, fly. Pretty great. Yeah, he can it's, fly. It's pretty great. It's yeah. pretty great. Um, Black Panther, you're a king. Like uh, you got the suit, you got all the other yeah. stuff, you got all the benefits. Like you're a king. You're a king. Yeah. Um, and you're black. And you're black. That's just cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's just Trust cool. me, that's cool. Um, <laughs> that's cool. It's uh, worth dying ten years early. Uh, I guess I gotta. I guess I gotta slip Spider Man in there. But here's here's the reason Wait a why you, you no didn't, no I you know didn't put I'm put, I'm saving Cap I'm okay. saving Cap okay all right the, fair, so fair. the reason why I resist Spider Man I love Spider Man I love everything about Spider Man but Spider Man like part of his whole shtick is he's marked by like crippling tragedy yeah yeah like at, like the the I'm like I don't want to well, deal not, with that all the time not just crippling right. tragedy like with Batman watch right but that he's respond uh, yeah response yes. yes yeah so I'm like I'm like I love all this thing with Spider-Man but like I don't, that, you don't like if you're really walking it. it through yeah like like Superman's tragedy already had like he he didn't know his whole planet he lost his whole yeah. people he lost his whole people he he's a refugee yeah, right. immigrant whose like whole thing was wiped out and then he just gets to like but he yeah. was fortunate enough to be raised in a great place. Yeah. So, uh, but Captain America, mm-hmm. 
chooses to be Captain America. Mm-hmm. He, he makes a choice, even when he doesn't have his powers. He won't quit. He fights for what's right. He stands up for what he believes in. Okay. He stands up for, he stands up against bullies. His, his real power comes from the strength of his convictions mm-hmm. and the heart behind doing what's right. Okay. And okay. and like you can take away the power, you can take mm-hmm. away all that stuff. That to me, like like that is such the personification of like heroism and what that is. That that speaks to me on such a deep DNA level. There was one I was watching. I can't remember which Captain America movie, and you guys are better geeks than I am, so you will know. It was one of the ones. Um, one of. It wasn't Captain America. It was America. It was one of the um, one of the Avengers movies. Avengers movies. It may have been the first one. I can't remember. One of those where the big things coming out of the sky. Yeah, it's well, Avengers. Yeah, it's like, and that was that was one of the first times I saw what was special about him because in that one he was really directing traffic. Yes. As a captain would in that. It yeah. was really you do this that yeah. that thing. He was really using that military strength that he yep. had. Yeah. And that's why I was like, oh, that. That to me was really what made set him aside yeah. in that movie. Because other than that, I keep figuring, love the shield, love all of that stuff, but I can't figure out what's so great about him. Yeah, yeah. and I think to me, the, some of the things that drew me to like military service also draw me to that. Like it's like, what, what, why should we listen to you? And then through your act, like through his actions in that scene, yeah. he sh- he demonstrates right. why yeah, you should it. listen to me. And it's like, oh, that was it. That's great. That made me go, yeah. oh, that's okay. That, who, whoever wrote that <laughs> that that piece of the puzzle right there made me go okay yeah good good well whoever I mean, whoever whoever wrote that I don't remember who wrote I think it's that. Jo- I think it's got to be Joss Whedon whoever oh, yeah, wrote, yeah of yeah, course yeah whoever but whoever wrote, wrote whoever, it, yeah, whoever, right, it we'll never know we'll never know we'll never, we'll, we there's can no never, way to know you <laughs> have no idea when you went into service that time you have no idea when that was there's no way to know and we'll no never way. know who wrote no it's lost to history I totally forgot that he that he did that I think I don't know it's lost to history but there was there's this there's this great scene in a Daredevil comic. You know which one I'm not. Oh, about. When you yeah. Won't give up. So and so no, it's it's where <laughs> we got well, where it's where, where Cap, where Cap, it's, yeah. it's Cap. It's in in Born Again, and and where uh, the three and Avengers. the Avengers, yeah, the Avengers come in. It's 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 Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man, and there's something happening in Hell's Kitchen where Daredevil lives, and there's this one panel, and it says, and with a voice that commands a god and, and does. does, and that's about Captain America, and it's like he tells Thor, hey, put out that put out that fire. And, you know, and, 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 but the thing about that, it was, and it wasn't like Mm -hmm. he's telling this guy, like he's power tripping on it. It's just like Cap knows what the right thing to do is. This is, he knows what the right thing to do is and how to best help people. And he just sees it. And that was, and that was the thing. And that's, and that's, and if you're, if you are, if you are reading Cap, you will notice that throughout. See, I I never, I never read Captain America. And I never figured it out until that moment yeah. in that movie. That's but exactly you guys it. already had the background because yeah. you do this weird thing with books and stuff. You pick them up and you look <laughs> at the words in them and you yeah. you interpret them and you 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 understand and you read them. Do you have a favorite author? Do you is there anyone who speaks to you on that level who made you see things? Let me let me sure, let sure, me sure. think. Back in the day, it would have probably been Douglas Adams. I just okay. like I like his sense of humor. Yeah, mixed with science so i would have to think now okay yeah yeah i don't know if i could even answer that because there's so many so many great yeah you know books that have meant a lot to me and uh yeah i don't know i had two transformative books yeah uh it was 
uh, one was a military one, which okay. was Slaughterhouse Five. Oh, and Vonnegut, sure. Yeah. I mean, oh, Vonnegut's probably no, top, yeah. Yeah. Um, top of my list. But the other was was Ralph Ellison's Invisible Man. Oh yeah, which I oh, read in high oh. school and was assigned by my AP English teacher. Humble brag, I was an AP English. Uh, uh, <laughs> got a five on the test. It. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But it's no, cool. it, it uh, clearly <laughs> First of all, it, it we buried clearly. the lead. Yeah. We buried the lead here. Did we? And if there were any way to edit this, to go back and open with it. Nope. this guy to AP English, yeah. <laughs> if we could go back and open with that, yeah. I would. But it was assigned to me, and when I fr- I'm like, I don't know why this was assigned to me. Like, you should have given me... Like some sci-fi, like some Douglas Adams or like right. Vonnegut, because I'd read all that stuff, and that changed my whole perspective on things. Ah. And Ellison's writing in that book is so profoundly good. Yeah. Like it's just it like there's just a way that it cuts through this American experience. Right on. It makes it universal, even though it's so specific. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, it, and I think it also helped shape sort of my view of like civics and our relationship to each other and communities and yeah. identity. Um, because, you know, at the end, he just strips away everything of like, you know, he sees himself as invisible. Yeah. Right. Not just because he's he's a black man in America, but also because like the ideas are what's important. Yeah. You know, and there's, there's this image that always stuck out to me in, in that hmm. book about him being in a basement with all these like lights and these bulbs hanging down, and he's listening to Louis Armstrong, uh, Black and Blue, and like I'm like that. I'm like that. That image, I've never seen it. Yeah. In life, but I see it all mm-hmm. the time. Now here's the deal. Like, I have oh. a basement, and I'm not trying to be. Really <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of Louis Armstrong now. There you go. We I'm can gonna, make this happen. I'm gonna strip down. Get naked. <laughs> all right. Get invisible, cause yeah. that's the only way to be. Yeah. If you're invisible. Get naked. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell everybody in our invisible listening audience right now. Right, absolutely. Right. If you're invisible, shuck out of them clothes and just get in your basement. <laughs> get in your basement. Friend, we've come to that time. Oh, it man. is that time. Is there anything right now that you're working on that you would like to? Uh, I know that you're out on the road, I'm guessing. I am the best way to find out. No, wait, like, where, where are you living now? So I'm probably going to be coming out west now for the summer because I'm working on a project. We're uh-huh. developing out it. Here, out here. Uh, out here. Breaking news. Uh, de- developing a uh, a show for uh, civics for kids, basically. Nice. Um, I can't say too much more about it, but yeah. like we're we're developing it. It's pretty exciting. It's kind of like an updated Schoolhouse Rock meets John Oliver and the Muppet Show type oh, thing. Oh, wow. so we're just trying to. I want in. Yeah, yeah. I want in. All right, so, I'll make it happen. He wants so, in. I want in. Uh, but it's, I want in. <laughs> yeah, you, I haven't. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I haven't uh, heard anything yet. Uh, I <laughs> obviously. One in. We're going to stay on this Obviously, podcast this until he gets in. Starring Gary. Okay. I don't need it to be starring me, but it would be better if it were. Yeah. For I don't mean the show would be better. I mean, it would be better for me if it were. It would probably and, be better for you also. Yeah. Yeah. It would probably be better for yeah. everyone. Um, <laughs> but that does sound terrific. But yeah. So, yeah. So, that, so, I think that's going to bring me back out to the West Coast for a while. Nice. Um, so, the best way to find out like where I'm, where I'm performing, doing stand-up, and uh, whatever else is... Uh, at Benari Lee on Twitter. B-E-N-A-R-I-L-E-E. I didn't even have to ask the ultimate question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is which is where well, can people follow you? Is, are you the same? And, and you know why? 
Because that was called producing. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> he brought her back he around. Brought, he, he brought it back he's around. Almost. He backed it into the garage. You know what? We got to scrap this one. He's almost too good for the show. Yeah. He's almost too good. At Benari, B E N A R I L E E. L E E. Yep. So he's Twitter. my middle name. Because uh, uh, yep, your last was name the next is Fulton, question. Yep. So that didn't make But it's shorter sense. on Twitter. Sure. So yeah. So yeah. Is that the same as. Same on uh, Instagram? Sa- same as Instagram. Okay. okay. So there you Smart go. Smart guy. Very good, Carrie. Oh, I lost my car. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. I found it. Uh, I have a very complicated life, so it's not as easy to remember as yours. On Instagram, I met Gary Anthony Williams. And here's where it gets complicated. Oh, On boy. Twitter, I met Gary A. Williams. Mm. So that's why <laughs> it's not easy like you. But you I live like an you easy keep, life. But I like that you keep track of it. Well, it's Elliot important. made me the double-sided card. Because he wasn't keeping track of it. And we'd get to this point in the show, and I'd have to, and I would be like, it's yeah. a Gary. Disaster. And it was, and it, it was, was just disaster. all the wheels would come right off. And yep. I just finally got, I got so sick of it. But we were on ice. We were on a sled, so it didn't matter if the wheels came off. That's but, true. But still. Still, it's, be- it's, it's better, better this way. way. It's, absolutely. <laughs> it's better this way. It's better. Elliot. Yeah. Uh, Johansson Blake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. Where do they find you? <laughs> uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Elliot Blake, E-L-L-I-O-T-B-L-A-K-E. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you uh, want to follow the show, yep. you can follow the show on Twitter yep. at Gary and Elliot. Uh, it couldn't be at Day Drinking with Gary and Elliot because it's too damn long on too Twitter. Long. Too However, long. However... On Instagram, that's yeah. what we are at Day Drinking with Gary and Elliot. Because no limits. No, no limits, limits there. No limits on Instagram. Uh, if you want to uh, look up the show on the uh, the World Wide Web, you can find us at Day Drinking with Gary and Elliot. Dot, uh, or at Day Drinking with Gary and Elliot. At no, no, no there's that's dots. Not even right. Gary, you got to. Too you much day drinking happening. Out. I've had. Too, you know what? Too my, much day drinking. This is our second show today, and we started drinking at 11 a.m. So did. this is why I can't we read did. now. Day drinking with Gary and Elliot. Dot simplecast.fm. You can email us at day drinking with Gary and Elliot at gmail.com. Uh, you can get my book if you like the sound of uh, today's drink, which it, it, you can get it, this. It's not in here, not but in it there. will be. It will be in the show notes. We'll the publish the recipe in the show notes. But you can you can get my. <laughs> You can get my book, Create 100 Cocktails, uh, The Home Bar Guy's Deep Dive into the Art of Cocktail Creation uh, on Amazon.com in print. And if you like a PDF, you can get that on Gumroad. Uh, if you've enjoyed today's show or other shows that you have listened to, here's what I want you to do. What you want them to do? I want you to hit that subscribe button. Yep. I want you to hit it hard. Yeah. And make sure that you're subscribed. Because when you subscribe, that helps other people find the show. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand how. Nope. It's some kind of algorithmic thing. Yep. But that's how it works. The other thing you can do to help us, uh, if you've enjoyed the show, is uh, uh, give us a rating wherever you listen to it, on Apple, uh, on uh, iTunes, on Spotify, wherever. Give us a five-star rating, six, seven. Yeah, we if you're feeling it. really generous, 13. We deserve We'll it. take them. We'll take them all. Um, and, uh, God, I think that's it. I think that's it. I think I ran out of things to say. I don't think you did. I think your heart always knows the right thing to say, and your heart's, oh, your heart's never empty. Gosh, Gary, I'm, I'm touched. Benari Lee Poulton, America's Captain America. It's a high honor indeed. Yeah. To be with the future host of <laughs> I the Civic Show for Kids. I don't have to be the host. That's the thing. The Ellie. future star. But I got to be a part. You said it was like Muppets combined with John Oliver. Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock, yeah. How can I not be in that? Yeah. No, you should be. Okay. Elliot. Yeah. Benari, you're my best friends. Oh, golly. Yeah, thanks, you're Gary. my deepest, closest friends. 
if I ever die, which I doubt I will. Never. No, I'm going to give my body over to you guys. Okay. Let you guys have it crushed, the carbon crushed into a fine diamond. Okay. Have it split in half. Uh Uh-huh. And each of you, in whichever ear you choose, wear half of me as an earring. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I've never really wanted to get my ear pierced, but for that, I would. Good. <laughs> Guys, thank um, you for joining. Yes, thank thanks for being here. Thanks, thanks for, for serving our country. Yep. Thank you for uh, thanking me. Thanks for being <laughs> a liberal Democrat serving our country. <laughs> well, someone, you know, there has to be someone. one. There has, to be, someone has, has to, to be one. Only one. <laughs> only one. That can be only one. You know what I'm proud of? What? You know what I'm proud of? I'm proud that we didn't that we didn't get don't, bogged down into don't it today. Even, yeah, yeah, didn't have to. I, yeah, we didn't need to. to. There was plenty of other things. There was about. one line to say, was, and he said it. Yeah, and, and we did it. We did it. It feels great. But next time you come back, but, Lord, oh, have we'll get into oh, yeah. it. We'll get bogged the fuck down. <laughs> uh, speaking of getting down, the next time you get down in the day, lift yourself up, perhaps with a day drink. But when you do, mm-hmm. please remember to always drink. And they drink responsibly. responsibly.